0: Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul on Power, Power System Designs podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paulton, and today I've got Dr. Kimberly McGrath. Uh, she's the Director of Business Development at Maxwell Technologies. They're an ultra-capacitor solutions provider, and um, we're going to talk about, well, a lot of things, but the big thing is they're doing this partnership with Corning. That's an interesting partnership. Dr. Kim, I'll just say, Kim, welcome to the show.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Alex, very much for having me.:
0: Oh, the pleasure is mine. Among all of the other things uh, we'd like to talk about on this show, uh, the business partnerships and the core technologies that are behind that and the personalities, the often overlooked reasons for some of these things. I love to explore that kind of stuff on this show, so I'm really glad to have you here.
1: Absolutely, yes, and I look forward to talking about this Corning relationship. It is, uh, it is is far-reaching and, and has some some pretty significant implications for uh, for energy storage and the ultra-capacitor industry.
0: Hmm. Well, you know, and, and, and I'm not an engineer. Everybody uh, knows. Um, I like to think of myself as a glorified technician, but that's about as far as it goes. Um, when I hear about a company like Corning and a company that's dealing with uh, – Capacitor storage technology. I think dielectrics and insulation and such like that, but that doesn't make any sense because uh, Maxwell doesn't deal with that core technology, right?
1: Right. I think I think that's a, one of the common perceptions about Corning. I think the people that do know about Corning or you know think about dielectric materials, or they probably think about Corningware glass. Um, but the reality is, Corning is is an incredible powerhouse innovations and materials science company uh, their their materials are broad reaching in a variety of products including um, optics uh, communications not only that transportation um, emissions control technologies medical devices um, so when you start to think about them more as a platform innovator materials provider it actually makes great sense that they'd want to look at um, sort of the next big thing in energy storage which is namely is ultra capacitors
0: got it got it so um this partnership is going to be uh, supply chain sharing IP sharing I mean at what levels will it to what levels will it extend
1: yeah but the partnership really has has two major focus areas um, uh, the first area really is the research and development behind um, improving ultracapacitor technology to, to ultimately improve the value to the customer. Um, so some of those key properties that, that we're looking for to, to enhance adoption in the marketplace and, um, and really excite our customers is, um, of course, a common, uh, common issue, decrease cost. Uh, another one is, is put more energy into the device. And uh, you know, another area that you can think about it is improving the, the temperature capability of the device so it can be used in a broader number of applications. So improving one or, or several of those um, types of features about ultra-capacitors is, is really, um, really going to be a game-changer in terms of expanding, uh, expanding market potential and expanding our applications in some of our key markets, uh, namely the transportation market and the, uh, the grid market. So that's got one it. facet of the relationship. The other one is, you know, we know Corning is a, is, a, is an incredible company. They've got a tremendous legacy behind them. And we're looking to explore, you know, business development and, and commercial opportunities, um, leveraging each other's strengths in the marketplace.
0: Got it, got it. Well, you know, Kim, I'll tell you something. Um, Corning, I've always thought, uh, is one of those special New York – I mean, I'm a Brooklynite – grew up in Queens, uh, New York State. I I don't ignore New York State as a New Yorker. Um, One of the things I like to uh, point out are the companies that are so full of innovation, and Corning is one of them. Uh, An anecdote that has nothing to do with this, I was once at a Society of Information Display conference where a Corning engineer had had a hand-wrapped plasma display made out of uh, hollow glass fibers, internally coated with the uh, phosphors and gas and such and um, basically wrapped the board and fiber chopped it on both ends to create the sealed tubes ran gas and uh, electrical and such to them and created a functional plasma display um, was actually exploring potentials of using that type of technology to mass produce so to say that corning does more than just glass comes very readily to mind uh you're absolutely right. They do a lot of very interesting things.
1: Well, you know, and to that point, Alex, um, the, the Corning research and development team um, is incredibly creative, passionate, and highly capable. And, you know, looking at, at what each of, each of us brings to the relationship, both Maxwell and Corning, you know, Corning has, has an incredible, um, incredible technical team. They have incredible um, research tools. That, uh, that we're going to be able to, to utilize in this partnership, and you know and from their perspective, uh, you know a question that comes to my mind is well, why does Corning want to get into ultra capacitors right? Clearly they wouldn't have come come to the table with us unless they thought it was an incredibly promising technology um, to to really um, expand energy storage in the marketplace. But you know as the uh, the world leader in ultra capacitors right now maxwell. Um, can potentially accelerate the adoption of, of high-performance, um, lower-cost materials into the marketplace. So, so each party wins. It is one of those win-win uh, partnerships, and, and that's the best kind.
0: Got it. No, I agree with you completely, Kim. And frankly, uh, at a risk of being very gauche, I would say Corning doesn't want to get Kodak and find out their core technology has been leapfrogged by another uh, technology, and they have nothing. In their hands but a bunch of uh, patents that they'd allowed to expire because they never bothered to explore anything
1: <laughs> yeah well, you know Corning Corning um, you know they they do have an incredible you know intellectual property library you know, as, as they should as innovators so um, you know I have, I have no doubt that there's going to be creation of, of some incredible value between the two of us
0: well there you go and um now as far as that goes you can apply ultracapacitor technology, ultracapacitor technology, literally at every level of system, from board level, uh, micro cloud based, energy harvested driven sensor, the size of your pinky nail, to a bus.
1: That's right. That's right. They are they are prolific in, in every in every conceivable area. Whether it's a small cell going onto a a, a printed you know circuit solid state disk drive, or whether it's um, it, yeah, it's, it's a massive system going into a megawatt level um, energy storage for grid. So yeah, the the applications of ultra-capacitors are really where it starts to get exciting, and 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 getting to to see where the real growth markets are. The growth potential um, is incredible. Um, so, you know, as you know, Alex, we're, we're focused heavily on the transportation sector, um, micro-hybrid technology, start-stop technology. Um, we have a lot of uh, traction in, in hybrid bus as well as automotive. Um, and then looking at some of the huge growth opportunities moving forward, um, you know, all of the renewable energy that's going onto our grid right now. um mm-hmm. Is creating questions about around reliabilities. You know, we we've got solar. Is you know the sun doesn't always shine? Um, how do we deal with the intermittency? And the intermittency creates you know instabilities on the grid, which have to be handled. And high power, fast responding energy storage technology like ultracapacitors are a great fit in dealing with the emerging you know renewables generation issues.
0: Got it. Now. Um Having said all of that, are there any specific application spaces that you see that are ripe for exploitation is the wrong word because it's more, I think, of a natural selection growing into the niches within an ecosystem. Uh, with the partnership come also new insights from both sides and new energy to go in new directions. What app spaces do you, from your personal point of view, see as some promising areas for uh, extended development?
1: Well, with with respect to the partnership, what's most exciting about this partnership is is really a a platform, meaning we're we're focused on solving some of the most fundamental issues related with energy storage, which means that when we have these solutions, it's going to cross cut along every application in the market space. Um, so, so that's really exciting. In the near term, you know, we've got an incredible amount of traction building in, in transportation and automotive sectors. There's, you know, there, there's increasing number of emissions control mandates coming down. There's increasing pressure for, for greater fuel economy and savings. All of that is, is driving ultra-capacitor adoption. And as the story gets better, as we introduce these partnership innovations into the market, um, you know, we're going to see some some tremendous growth.
0: I agree. I agree. There's well, Literally every application space in our space, by definition, involves power because uh, no uh, electronics without electricity. But, uh, yes, the whole aspect of energy storage, energy management, storing that energy while you decide what to do with it even uh, – from the device all the way up to the grid is going to really uh, change the way we think about power and energy management. Now, one thing, Kim, before I let you go, is two, well, actually two things. Number one is, um, is there a website or is there some place where people get more information from all of this so they can uh, follow it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Please come explore uh, explore the website. It's www.maxwell.com. Um, we've got our uh, all of our products um, displayed there uh, with their specifications as well as discussions around some of the applications that that we uh, we excel in and uh, also talks about some of the market information. So, yeah, it's a great place to start to really dive into um, how our product can, can provide value and be a solution.
0: Got it. So, now one last thing, Kim, is I always let my guests have the last word on my show uh, so it could be a little bit more about the uh, partnership, or it could be a little bit about uh, market space that you're like to tout uh, that you're currently serving, uh, or it could just be a tip for our audience. But the uh, floor is yours.
1: Uh, my my best thing that I could possibly say is there's a lot of exciting um, exciting news to come as we start to uh, more deeply engage with uh, with customers and learn about new applications. So. Um, Over the next few years, um, there's going to be a lot going on. The the, the energy storage space is going to change considerably, and um, Maxwell's in a great place to, uh, to be to explore that.
0: Well, it is an interesting space, I think, from both sides of the fence, and I love being up in the press box watching it personally. So thank you so much, Kim, for Taking the time to be with us, and uh, we should definitely bring you back sometime downstream so you could tell us uh, about some updates in the space because I know it's changing all the time as the core technology continues to mature.
1: Absolutely, sounds great.
0: Thanks. And I'd like to also thank the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Ton Power. Have a great day.